Hi there, and thanks for joining us for Stress to the Nines, a daily devotional from First Presbyterian Church of Fort Smith. Good evening, it's 9 p.m. Let's begin. O God, come to our assistance. O Lord, hasten to help us. The Lord grant us a restful night and peace at the last. We're going to finish chapter 5 today. Um, Esther has invited the king and Haman to a banquet. And then this is what Haman does the next day. It says, Haman went out that day happy and in good spirits. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, the adoptive father, remember the Jewish man of Esther's family, and observed that Mordecai neither rose nor trembled before him. He was infuriated with Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. Then he goes home and he gets his friends together and his wife, Zeresh, and he recounts to them the splendor of his riches, the number of his sons, all the promotions with which the king had honored him, and how he had advanced above officials and ministers of the king. And he says even, even Queen, Queen Esther wants me to come to a banquet for just her, the king, and myself. And then he says, yet all this does me no good so long as I see the Jew Mordecai sitting at the king's gate. When his wife hears the recounting of his day and how it was ruined by Mordecai, even with everything he has, she then says, let a gallows 50 cubits high be made, husband of mine, and in the morning tell the king to have Mordecai hanged on it. Then go with the king to the banquet in good spirits. This advice pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made. Now, last night I promised you it was going to start to get funny, but only if you were twisted. You might see some foreshadowing here. Uh, Haman is getting some gallows erected. It's not going to end how he thinks it will. Um, but I do want to note here that Haman has everything in his life going for him. The king respects him and has honored him. Uh, he has good friends. He has a, a wife who obviously uh, is in his corner. He has riches. Um, everything is going for him. Um, but he just cannot let it go uh, when someone won't bow to him. Now, I know it's a side issue. It's not about Haman. Haman's not a good guy here. But there does come that thing where it's like, 82 good things can happen to us in a day and only one bad thing. But what are we thinking about in bed when we try to go to sleep? It's very hard for us to remember the 82 good things and we focus on the one bad thing. That's a little bit in here. Um, although, let's not forget that Haman's the bad guy. But maybe more than that, it goes deeper. Um, it's about where does he find his sense of self? What is his center? Uh, and where is his gratitude? Um, it's a little bit like Jonah from a few weeks ago when God said to Jonah, what, what right do you have to be so angry? I, I have to think that uh, God might, if we saw God's name in this book, God might say the same thing to Mordecai. For the love of Pete, Mordecai, what reason do you have to be so angry? 
or, or to Haman, what reason, Haman, do you have to be so angry? Uh, Mordecai won't fall at your feet, um, so <laughs> uh, you don't need that. And that's not, um, that's not what humans are made for anyway. Uh, but Mordecai can't let it go. So the gallows are being built, and we are about to come uh, to a crossroads. We're going to begin that next week. Um, for the weekend, I, I think perhaps um, spending some time in prayer around gratitude, around listing, literally list um, what you are grateful for. Uh, see how outrageous it can get. Um, uh, I'm grateful that my ankles work. <laughs> see what it ends up with for you. I promise you, um, you will... Feel like the person you know God calls you to be, you will feel more that way after you make the list than before you begin. It's just how it works in us humans. With all that in mind, let's offer a prayer of gratitude as we head into the weekend. Let us pray. Lord, there's so much difficulty and pain and struggle right now, and we never forget that. It is always on our minds, very near to our hearts, and on our lips in prayer. But for tonight, we offer to you our gratitude for gifts large and small and unnoticed and absolutely necessary. There is so much we are grateful for, Lord. Help us to become aware of it, to be able to name it, rejoice in it, and give thanks to you for it. We name before you now five things we are grateful for. Lord, you know the list could go on and on and help us, help us to make that list and then to live in response to that list. It is in your name that we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Have a good weekend. Phil will be with you Monday morning, and I'll see you Monday evening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stress to the Nines. You can enjoy this daily devotional five days a week on the church's Facebook page at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. or continue to enjoy them on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Until the next time, peace.